Hi, I'm Daniel Torres Dwyer, and welcome to Alice International's Career Success Podcast. We usually hear about how supply chains are changing, transforming, but how does that actually happen and work? In order to discuss that, we've invited Mattia Aste, Global Manufacturing Excellence Lead at Monsanto, which, as you probably know, is currently integrating with Bayer. He has a vast experience in logistics, planning, manufacturing strategy in both Europe and U.S., as well as in global roles. And given this end-to-end experience of his, I'm very excited to hear how he sees supply chain transformation and what it takes as a leader to drive these changes. Hi, Mattia. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, David. Thanks for the opportunity of being here today. It's a pleasure. And uh, yeah, as I said before, very excited to have you here and discuss um, how supply chains are changing, why they're changing, and um, how can you actually lead that change. So actually, first of all, just to put a bit of context, what do you understand by supply chain transformation? Uh, interesting question. In reality, Monsanto has been transforming its supply chain for, uh, I would say, four to five years now, and we have been doing quite some benchmarking out there in different industries and companies to see what, 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 what is that really about. Mm-hmm. There is a quite a, an abuse or misuse of the terminology transformation. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, it's really close to optimization, but in reality, there is a big difference. Optimization is really transformational step change. It's an initiative that is resetting your performance, maybe cost, acidization, or more importantly, uh, the performance toward the uh, uh, facing your customer, I would say. There are, I would say in my learning, there are two or three characteristics that are very important. A transformation is always designed around your customer. starts there. Mm-hmm. It's about performance and loyalizing your customer. The second thing you do, if you have to work for your customer, you challenge your trade-off. Enough with the old way of saying that to produce more product, having a longer product mix creates the need of having more stock. Then again, to increase uh, your performance in terms of customer experience, you need to have more cost or more inventory. In reality, we have seen that the transformation is really the one that is helping to you to transform uh, multiple sets of KPIs at the same Mm -hmm. time, contrary to the institutional theory of supply chain. My last learning, I would say, is that a transformation is a transformation as such only if it's really touching the full operating model, so you really take care of process, system, and people at the same time. I think it's no longer the time in which you can think, you know, in the past we used to say a good IT system makes a good process. The reality is not true. And furthermore, any good system needs a very good adoption from people and a very robust change management. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, later I'll ask you how do you influence or get people on board with that. But actually, why do you think it's necessary to make this transformation, to make this change in the supply chain? Yeah, there are two questions that are arising. I would say one, why is definitely the most important, but also when. Why, I would like to turn the question a different way. Can you really afford not to transform nowadays? The reason can be different, survival, growth, but if you think about very volatile microeconomics, Competitive environments have changed dramatically, but also societal requests, sustainability, corporate responsibility. In a world in which the customer experience is nowadays much more important than the product you 
you sell really is about experience. Uh, there, is no, there is no place to hide. So you need to be transparent, agile, dynamic. So I really think that it's is very difficult nowadays to be in a situation in which you can sit on your supply chain and not to do anything. Furthermore, I think the philosophy has changed. We have seen in the past a lot of regard towards supply chain in terms of mm-hmm. supply chain being just an enabler. Nowadays, supply chain is a competitive advantage. If you look at the top 25 of Gartner, all those companies have been in supply chain transformation for more than two decades, Mm -hmm. and they renew continuously their vision of competitive supply chain. I was mentioning also when. In reality, one big learning is that you need to transform when you're still winning. You need to have to build a compelling vision of change and really go for it, because in reality, if you try to transform when you are trailing behind, yeah, that's a problem. It's very painful and really successful. You run out of fuel very, very soon uh, mm-hmm. if you really try to solve a problem. So uh, build a vision and go hard at it. And what are the main elements of this, of a modern supply chain? I would say four to five in my experience was, again, um, mm-hmm. customer-focused. Do we really know what our customer, what they want? It's such a basic question, but sometimes uh, there are misunderstandings in companies about what really the customer wants. If you want to serve your customer well, then your supply chain has to be integrated and collaborative. There is nothing as a silo approach to produce wastes in a, in a, in a company, and especially in supply chain. By integrated, I mean, every peop- anyone can refer to a situation in which you optimize just a step of the process instead of looking at the end-to-end. What does it take to serve your demand? So integrated, and as much as it's very simple, the saying collaborative, really collaboration between people makes a difference. Can, can, you, be, can you avoid being digitalized and data-driven? Possibly mm-hmm. not. So digitalization yeah. is important. Yeah. I think there is some misunderstanding around that. It's hard work to be digitalized. It's not really about throwing a couple of apps there. The good thing is nowadays there is a spectrum of solutions. Now, you don't necessarily have to go into AI straight away. There are different levels of evolution of your digitalization. My learning is that you need to start from, uh, you need to use those data, not only collect them. You need to have actionable mm-hmm. insight. And a big turning point is when you go from uh, prescriptive to predictive. You start understanding what are the scenarios that may propose themselves. Other two conditions of being a modern supply chain in my mind is uh, resiliency. You need to be resilient. You need to be able to react to adverse economical situation mm-hmm. or a problem with, the, with marketing or demand or many other conditions. And that comes with a thorough focus on continuous improvement. There is one final component that I should have mentioned as first because it's the first and foremost. Mm-hmm. My learning is that as much technology as you want to implement in your modern supply chain, supply chain is always a matter of people. It has to be people-centered because the engagement and the, and the qualification of your people uh, definitely deliver a completely different customer experience. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned people. You also mentioned before that the best moment to change the supply chain to transform it is when the business is actually doing well which might sound counterintuitive. How do you get people, colleagues of all levels and all functions on board with supporting and financing and compromising as well, transforming the supply chain? 
I'm not sure it's a secret or just a, or as an innovative approach or not even a surprise, but indeed it's about leading and managing change. As a, as a data point, in the recent transformation that Monsanto underwent over the last, as we mentioned before, four to five years, I would say that more than 35% of the spending was connected to change management. There are a few things you need to do well. I think we started to go as deep as changing the culture of the, of the function. You need to start by inverting the pyramid. So leadership is there to enable the success of the organization, not the other way around. And that has been, for us, a very big change in culture, getting out of the command and control way of managing your supply chain mm -hmm. and tapping into what we call the collective intelligence of our organization. That means that then you have to lead by example. So leadership starts a transformation, but not necessarily will make it successful. So you need to be a role model. You need to be, we call it vocal advocacy, but also you really need to embody the transformation. One thing we did was not necessarily easy, is that you drive by a value. So there is no way of imposing a transformation. You need to attract people by showing value. Uh, and value can be different ways. That can be cost, can be reliability, can be visibility, can be customer experience. Again, finally, what we learn is very important. You need to make it personal. There is a moment in which you find for almost everyone in your organization, what is in it for me, for all those, uh, those people that will contribute to your uh, transformation? So again, pretty basic, but I would say you put your people at the center, you listen to your customer, and you do your proper due diligence in terms of change management, and a transformation will be much less scary than you would expect it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sure it sounds much easier than it actually is, right? It is. There are, there are ups and downs, indeed. But again, uh, we go back to your role as a, as a leader to lead by example. You never deny that it's difficult, and you will say it loudly, it's difficult. Uh, there, is, there are blood and tears uh, involved in it. Mm -hmm. But again, you keep your vision in mind. You make it compelling enough for the people to follow you, and you will get great satisfactions out of it. Well, well, that's a great way to end it, Mattia. Thanks so much for your time and for participating on the podcast. Thank you very much. And thanks to our listeners as well, and see you in the next edition of um, the Career Success Podcast. Have a great day.